Google ever become self-aware? It won't need to like shut down hospitals or anything. It'll just have to release everyone's internet history. Welcome to another episode of 99 Problems, but Gen Z ain't one. I'm Connor Cook, business development executive here at BDB. Oh, we're doing surnames now. Oh, good <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm Lizzie O'Neill, and I'm an account exec here at BDB. And we've got um, a special guest here today. Yeah, to lead into this, I'm Jamie Ryder, the creative copywriter around, and I have written a lot of voice content recently, which is a good segue into the topic we're talking about today. Yeah, so today we're covering voice, uh, voice search specifically. Um, it's a growing trend. I don't know whether it should be a trend. Is it here to stay? Is it, is it just a fad? Is it like VR? Is it going to come and go? <laughs> 3D TVs. Yeah. Everyone loved them a yeah. few years ago. So yeah, um, let's get, get into it. Do, we, do you actually use voice tech? <laughs> I might, it might be a controversial opinion, but I don't really. Um, I have occasionally, but... Um, when do you use it? What, what occasions? Um, literally the only time I use it is at my boyfriend's house because he has an Alexa, uh, oh. an Echo thing. But I mainly sort of... T- <laughs> it, I don't know if it's faulty or something, but it constantly lights up when we haven't said... Like, that's just the FBI. Hey Alexa, yeah. That's just the FBI listening All in. <laughs> secrets that <laughs> we share yeah. on a regular basis. But it just freaks me out a little bit. So, um, Are you ever scared that it's, it's constantly listening? Yes. Well, it is, it is constantly well, listening. Because yeah, it, has, it to be. has to listen for its sort of activation Command, phrases. Yeah. But uh, I am the, the fact that we'll be having a conversation and it'll still be like, I'm sorry, I did not understand you. And you're like, um, oh God. <laughs> I'm speaking to you, Alexa. Yeah, well, that's the thing. <laughs> have you heard about Google Duplex? Mm. Yeah. Oh. So essentially, Google have come up with this sort of AI slash voice assistant recently. Yeah. And they've used it to mimic a human voice. So the whole test about it was, oh, I'm going to ring up a restaurant now. Oh, oh yeah. no, I have heard yeah, about so this. It, yeah. It tricks them into thinking, oh, with these actual sort of pause, like, um, uh, excuse me, can I just have a minute? But there's been a lot of backlash about that recently. <laughs> well, because, what about trust? Yeah, but like, oh, it's actually an AI opinion. slash voice assistant, so that oh. might be less, you know, for the human connection it might come into later. Yeah, I mean, I could see in terms of like financial things, like maybe if you called up a bank and um, if you called up a bank and maybe you know, asked to withdraw some money and they said, is this you? And be like, yes, this is me. Oh my God. Could you imagine? You get and then send a deep a fake video. Yeah. To back yeah, it exactly. up. You could, you could simulate an entire person. That's true. Well, I think that, that's the way we're going, isn't it? Scarily. Yeah. <laughs> Virtual reality. But yeah, so, um, so you don't use it too often? Not really, no. Um, no. But I think that's more just because of, not for, it's a little bit because I'm still a bit apprehensive about the security of it. and. Okay. Uh, but mainly because I, I just I was quite a latecomer to smartphones and yeah. and stuff, and I just got into the habit of typing stuff, mm. and I, I don't find I don't do that many searches on the go, so yeah. I don't find it as I, useful. But I can definitely see the use of it, especially for um, sort of accessibility. It's a great resource if you've got limited mobility or yeah, definitely, um, or in cars. I think yeah, cars is a big one for me. I think um, before I made the switch from Apple to Samsung. I found it really frustrating with uh, Siri because mm. I, I don't think Siri's quite there, but I think Google, because um, Samsung uses Google Assistant, yeah. and um, 
again through all sorts now. It's so integrated, you can like change songs on Spotify. Yeah, it's, it's come a long way in such a yeah. short amount of time, hasn't it? Yeah. But in terms of Siri as well, I've always been quite interested about why certain voice assistants don't understand accents. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're marketing to different countries. As yeah, well. there's probably going to be problems there. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, they have a really big problem with Glaswegian accents, which I find really yeah, funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big one, wasn't it? It was mm. in the news quite a bit. That's, uh, I don't think I've had any problems with that. Maybe had a few more on Apple. Mm, I've, really? I, I don't know whether you guys found this, you but I think Apple isn't as good. They were the first. No, I'm not this, yeah. So you'd think that they they've had the most time to like optimize it. And yeah, but I don't think Google has a wider range of info because if you think they're like the gatekeepers of the internet, so they've got so much information yeah. coming in, they're probably processing that. Yeah, you can imagine how much information they're processing is all refining their technology. Mm. But um, yeah, driving in the car, you know, getting routes, changing songs, uh, all sorts. I, mean, I'm, I didn't used to be, but I think now that it's become a bit more mainstream, mm. it, you know, it is becoming more a thing and I will use it more. Mm. But in terms of marketing things, I've not actually used it to buy, buy anything mm. directly. Although I think I have used it to search shops. Which kind of ties in? I have a stat. You have a stat? Fire away. Um, Apparently last year, um, 22% of smart home speaker owners made a purchase through their device, which is quite... I I wouldn't feel comfortable. That's another thing that... Um, that means it's handling, you know, credit card details. I understand with Amazon, because if you're logged into your Amazon account, yeah, even then, though, even then, how well, do you secure you that? Exactly. Yeah, like, kid, and it's, you've got those or a, buttons as a well. bit of a horrible friend who just comes around and is like, Alexa, order, I don't know, 500, 500 pinatas or something. Oh, I don't yeah, know, something, something stupid. Inconvenient, <laughs> like, because I have friends who would do that and then I would be bankrupt. Yeah. Um, so. so how do you protect against that? Is there a way to protect against that? I honestly don't know, because having never made a purchase... Fire mm, voice. That might be something that comes up in the future as well, depending on how advanced voice search gets. They might even go in that direction of sort of GDPR. Yeah, any legislation against that. Mm. But yeah, like I, I, everyone tells me when I say that I'm a bit apprehensive about it. Oh, they're encrypted. It's all fine, you know. And it, they are like to the point which I think. It's slightly unrelated. They're calibrated though, aren't they? Because yeah. when you set up your assistant at the start, it says say hello like five times, and it must do some black magic. It, I think it does work because I get my dad say, uh, you know, the magic phrase, okay, yeah. Google. And um, I'm just seeing if my phone lights up. <laughs> but um, when he does it, it doesn't light up. But when I do it, it does. So there, I think there is some that's level so weird, of... You, you and your dad mustn't have that dissimilar voices. Like... Mm, I don't know. I, I was raised in Manchester. I was raised in Ireland. So maybe this is... I corrected. Yeah, it's slightly different, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, Connor... I need to use your iPhone. That is not at all. Google's like, new phone, who dis? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, is it, do you reckon it's going to stay around? Is it a lasting trend? Is it a trend? Is it a fad? I do think there is room to build on it. Yeah. As we go into the future, because especially with Alexa, for example, there is this thing called Alexa Flash Briefing. Uh, is, is that the one, the morning routines thing? It's partly to do with that, but basically yeah. it's a skill where you can actually sort of download specific content onto it. It's like a pre-recorded message. Yeah. So oh, okay. again, similar in a podcast thing, but just a pre-recorded version where you can actually sort of market to people in a more oh, nice. conversational manner. Mm. So okay. there is definitely an opportunity there for businesses to capitalise. Wow. So you would type out a sort of a pitch or something and then 
with these more sort of human-like voice assistants, you could sort of broadcast it on demand? Almost. In a sense, yeah. Oh, it would have to be short though, wouldn't it? Because yeah. you don't want a machine droning on you. It'd be like a yeah, tweet. Yeah, it'd be uh, drilled down into like small snippets, yeah, yeah. and mm. consume it at your leisure. That's so um, yeah. I saw a an article saying that voice tech isn't a trend. Oh no, it's not a trend. It's uh, it's not a disruptive tech. So you know how the, you've got these things that come along and shake up the industry. Yeah. Apparently, it's not. It's it's part of a, um, a broader conversation in the sense of it's it's part of conversational AI. So you know yeah. how you're getting chatbots. Yeah. And it's more um, you go to Google these days. You don't type in like used to where it's like how to make cake, really basic. So Google sort of understand yeah. it, break mm. it down. Now we go on Google and go, you know, how to make a Victoria sponge cake easily. Yeah. And it'll get UK all that together. Yeah, so it's, it's more of a, a human question to a machine and yeah. it can translate that and give you the answer still. But this is how Skynet happens. We teach yeah. you how to recognize questions. But it, it is a thing though, because, you know, it's it's the same thing. You're typing in that long question to Google and said you're, you're talking about it. So, I don't know, is it, are we... Right now, are we expecting more conversational technology and sort of like tech like that? I think, I think, I don't, I never think that it's going to overtake traditional searches because it's just not convenient for a lot of, so um, yeah. like the vast majority of voice searches, if you ask a question, it will read out the featured snippet on Google if you're using Android or yeah. whatever. If it's Siri, it'll be the, like, the featured snippet on whichever search engine they like use. Like here at the top 10 ice yeah. cream shops. And it'll, yeah. it's optimised for FAQ content and listicles and yeah. videos and stuff like that. It's also changing the uh, the way the search engines operate, isn't it? Because mm. it's no longer optimised for the standard Google return. Mm. The yeah, and then search. that goes into voice search optimization, then, yeah. which is a growing but trend. some searches yeah. so do you don't wanna... lend themselves to that. Sort of just oh, like, sorry. Say <laughs> if you were... Um, like I used to do a lot, researching something for yeah. an essay or um, you were trying to see sort of like how many articles are on something. Like sometimes you need to scroll down and look at several articles and read in depth. And yeah. That voice search can't really do that. Do but that for, for quick you. sort of requests and questions. Like snippets, like we said, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it's really useful. Good. So Jamie, as our in-house expert writing your, your blogs, what sort of content stood out to you? What, what shocked you? Because I know there's a stat going around. It's uh, two and two out of five adults will use voice tech a day. And that's currently, so I imagine in the future it's going to get more popular. So is there anything that sort of stood out to you? I think in terms of content perspective, it's more how voice reacts and sort yeah. of gets the content across. Because, for example, if you wanted to sort of read off a marketing article, you'd want it... Um, What's the word? More objective. Yeah, maybe. delivered to you in a more conversational way. Yeah. Obviously, B2B marketing, everyone's human. You mm. don't want to feel like you're being marketed to by a robot. But I think there's a... Like the, we bring it back to the trust thing. Um, if you're mm. trying to be perceived as a thought leader or a, you know, a trustworthy person to do business with, I think sending a robot... However, yeah, or an AI to deliver that message. I think maybe a, a recorded message from you would work would be better a lot better. Yeah, because until it's flawless, there's still going to be that uncanny valley. Like yeah, all it I, takes is them to go, "Hang on, what, what, what did you just say?" And it'll be like, "It's not playing uh, for this. Like, yeah. uh, no, I don't know. It doesn't compute." Yeah. And it'll just keep repeating yeah. something, and then, then, and then whatever connection you've made 
through the more conversational sort of AI. I think it will go down that route, though. I think mm. the, the line between human and machine now is becoming very, very thin. I always seem to end up going to this <laughs> matrix place. <laughs> well, it is, it's just going to get more sci-fi, I think. Yeah. The end, like, well, we can joke about that. Well, I don't think it is that far off. Within no, I don't 20 either. 20 or 30 years, and yeah. there will be a lot of advancement. Um, I think in the way that, uh, because before it was, it'll be a little bit like, did you ever go on Google Translate and... Uh, type in a sentence, oh, yeah, it'd be like, really bitty. It'd be like, hello, my name mm, is Connor. Like when they do the Ask Reddit thing on YouTube yeah. where they read it out. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like that. It's quite sort of robotic. Now it's more of a flow. I think if a... Because like, I don't know. For me anyway, a B2B business compared to a B2C, it, I don't know whether it's got this stigma of being a lot more professional and there's no room for like emotion. But there are... It's, it's, at the end of the day, it is a lot more human-to-human -human contact. Yeah. So I think maybe... The use of you know this voice tech that could you know be welcome because it I know it, it, there is still I think it's gained there in the way that it will be more human eventually it'll be mm -hmm. a lot more advanced a lot more it will flow a lot better so I think it, it might be a nice use of tech isn't to kind of um, change the perception of B two B as yeah, so you? sort of rigid and yeah I don't know maybe this maybe that's my view on it my my perspective but I think uh, because it's a lot more I don't know, a lot more, I don't know, corporate, I feel like it's yeah. corporate, but um, I think maybe voice tech could help break that down, possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Mm. Like, imagine if there was, um, like, what would we think about the use of them in offices? Is that... Ooh, what happens if it replaced Moneypenny? You know, our, our voice assistant, because currently we have somebody on the other end. Uh, just phone calls. Phone calls, by the way. Yeah, yeah that could become a lot more convenient if you just said, yeah. transfer a certain amount of money or get this invoice yeah. across, then it'd be mm. done in, in a flash. So in a flash, yeah. That. But also, I was thinking about not to kick anybody out of their jobs. Yeah. yeah. Back to the Matrix. We, we, we love you, money, <laughs> Penny. Like. But um, instead of having somebody sat in an office waiting to you know, manage and direct our calls, mm. you could have, I'm sure this is possible, you could have AI that takes the incoming calls, processes, processes them, Logs down the database. Oh, if somebody wants a call for Connor. Fire them down that way. I mean, probably, but look, we have like there's automated um, voice answering machiney things already. But the the the, the cliche of those who are like, please state your name, and you're like, oh, like yeah, please state yes or no, and you're like, yes, yes. you have said no. No, yeah, frustrating. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole kettle of fish for frustration, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, the last thing you'd want is that a danger it, to it though. Is that going to put people off? Do people trust think, it yet? I think to use that, it? Like searching something that's a it, just sort of a data delivery thing. Mm. I think people are far more comfortable with just having some a ro you know a robotic voice read out a Google search result. That's quite low risk. But yeah. having it be the face of your company for someone ringing that's up that's quite big, isn't yeah. it? Because I know I've I've been there a few times when I've gone you know. Okay, Siri, uh, find me the nearest Southern McDonald's, for example. Mm. And it'll get it wrong. I'll say it again, and it'll get it wrong, and again, and again. And in the end, I get so frustrated. I'm like, you know, I'll, you know, sort off, I don't need this. Yeah. I'm going to type it myself. Mm. So in the end, it gets that sort of stigma. It doesn't get used. Because after a while, I just completely disregard Siri. But I guess it depends on the tech and, you know, how developed it was. Because mm. now I love it. Yeah. I'll shout across the room because I'm so lazy. Now. I'll just lie in the sofa, yeah. and like, you know. I think that goes back to the machine learning of voice yeah. assistance as well. For it to truly catch on, the yeah, technology to needs more. to understand yeah. the actual human speech, and that goes back to user experience. Yeah. Mm. So, can you tell us a little bit more about user experience? Is there anything in your blogs that you cover about that? 
So with voice and user experience, an example would be if you t spoke to Siri, I'm sorry, I don't understand the question, that would be her reaction. Yeah. And that just points to how uh, there's a natural language barrier. Okay. It's like actual, like, actual uh, words. Yeah, based on how the data is streamed, like trying to create voice ah, assistance. Okay. Well, I guess it's, it's quite a complex system though. So it has to understand, you know, the whole of the English dictionary and how those words are being put together. So you don't actually, I've only just thought of this now, it's quite a complex thing for a machine Definitely. to understand. And the, the, like, there's been things in the news recently about um, the pre-programmed responses to pretty heavy questions, like, mm. I'm thinking of killing myself, oh, I've geez, been yeah. raped, like, these yeah. really big, like, and I think um, Android, like, the, the Google ones, mm. they have pretty good uh, pretty responses, good like, they'll, they'll say, I'm sorry to hear that. And um, here are some phone numbers that you might want to ring. Imagine if you got, uh, I do not understand. You're just there, like left that, on your Exactly. Phone. Like there's a real human cost to yeah. mis like a machine Oof. misunderstanding mm. you in those situations. Um, but there's been sort of controversies about um, them not understanding certain other heavy questions that are like. I, I, yeah, I guess there's a whole sort of realm because it is it's quite an intimate relationship you and your phone mm. so you're going to be asking it some quite um quite close questions because i know there was um there's a case where a policeman got shot in newcastle and he became blind and obviously he spent a lot of time he could no longer work so he spent mm. a lot of time at home and that's about the time when you know voice assistance came out so he he built this relationship with siri mm. so it does it because yeah. it does build that relationship because imagine being blind and the only person you've got to talk to all day is siri so yeah. mm, that puts uh, more for voice assistance in like the sort of the healthcare industry that could yeah. be a huge yeah. thing in the future Definitely. yeah because um companion because yeah. i imagine at, at the moment you ask it a question and then the next time you ask it, uh, you know, in the next session, it won't remember that question. I'm no. sure it won't reference it. It won't be like, you know, your friend where it's like, oh, how was your weekend? Yeah. And you'll remember Did how you Did you go work. to that restaurant? Yeah. Was I See, to it's not going to ask you that. It's, you know, mm. session after session. They're completely different. Yeah. Maybe in the future, there'll be a more, I don't know, there's more longevity in these conversations. They, mm. they carry on. So, um, you know, if I, I did go to McDonald's, it's like, how did you find it? Well, I could rate it one to five. Then you'd feel, you'd feel sort of used then. Like, it would start off as someone, because yeah. like if a friend asked, oh, how did you, you know, how was McDonald's? So, like, um, for me, that would feel really sort of disingenuous, because, like, if you actually asked a friend, or a friend asked you, mm. how was your, you know, how was your experience, good friend? Well, in a really, <laughs> like, formal way. How was your experience yes. at McDonald's? But <laughs> the, you'd, you know, you'd be like, oh, thanks for asking, mate, or something. But if a, an AI asked, even in a really conversational, friendly tone, You'd know that they're storing that information for yeah, sort of ratings and reviews. That's in the back of my head anyway, because when yeah. I use it, I'm like, oh, if I ask to play a certain song, I know somewhere in the world, you know, the Google's storing like, oh, can't like listen, can't like listen <laughs> yes. to Justin Bieber secretly at twelve yeah. o'clock at night. Like, <laughs> I know, I know, it's storing a weird file somewhere of me. If Google ever becomes self-aware, it won't need to like shut down hospitals or anything. It'll just have to release everyone's yeah. internet history. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So I'm not too bothered because we're leaving you know behind a load of digital footprints anyway. So I I imagine your rating of McDonald's isn't going to I don't know impact you as much as you think. No, it's not in terms of uh, like I know that it would gather that information anyway. It's more the the feeling of being 
duped by a friend, like using uh, the, it's, yeah. it's like when companies use the really pally tone in an advert yeah. and like, and on websites they're like, hey, how are you doing? And you're like, that's you're nice, but you're after money. Like, yeah. be mm, honest. Which is one of the cons of voice assistants, because as you said, the disingenuous thing, you can hear it much more. Yeah. Yeah. We're so attuned. Yeah. Whereas on a website, it might just be sort of a piece of copy that you just yeah. read and... Mm. So there is something there that needs to be addressed from a marketing perspective. Yeah. How authentic do you want to be with it? Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I I think at the moment it's it's getting there, but I think in the future it might be so sort of streamlined that you don't realize it's asking you questions. It's just conversational and it leads you down different routes. So is that taking advantage of you as a user? Yeah, again, that's a grey area, really, because if it is generally going to help you sort of in a convenience because it's an assistant yeah. at the end of the day it's there to assist you yes. and help you get better it's not for its personal gain yeah. you know, or then the, the, maybe I'm cynical but the the companies that make these assistants yes they want to improve people's experience because that makes them more money yeah. they're not so altruistic that they're like oh you know we'll definitely won't use this for you know yeah. slightly shady purposes like I don't think they're going to be unethical but yeah like the idea of being almost subliminally led to a decision that might be convenient for me but yeah Yeah. what happens if they start like you know you want to go to McDonald's and it's like I'm using McDonald's McDonald's is getting a lot of I think I I might want a McDonald's today but um (laughs) what happens if it's like oh you know hey Siri I want to go to McDonald's can you direct me there it's like Oh, the nearest McDonald's is, I don't know, two miles away, but there is a Burger King one mile exactly. away. Like, these companies as well, like, we've already talked about how Siri mm. can't use Google's stuff. So they're not bipartisan, they're not, so they have their own affiliations, like, yeah. Google prioritizes YouTube search results for, like, how-to videos and things, yeah. so it's not going to put a Vimeo video on, true. for example. True, very true. So even if it does give you something useful, I think users have to be aware that these are companies and they have... And also, I guess it's Agendas. hard to check. It's hard to check as well. Say you were driving. Say I think that's probably one of the most uh, common places to use it. Yeah. But um, if you were driving and you asked, you know, for directions, you've not got the time to scroll through all the search results. You're just yeah. hearing something. Or see one option. The different routes. Yeah. That, like because when you go on Google Maps, it'll be like this is this route. It's the fastest one. But then you'll realise that that goes like down a road you know is closed and Google's not updated or that something. That has multiple McDonald's on, so you've got a chance. <laughs> you really want a McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. I want a yeah. McMuffin. Well, <laughs> I'm saying well, it now. Later on, we're going to be like, where's Connor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I talked myself into this. Yeah. But yeah, it's... Uh, I'm trying not to be overly doom and gloom. I, there's definitely really useful and potentially life-changing uh, applications yeah, for yeah. it. But I think people need... I think there has to be some sort of separation because people we're so we get we get attached to things very easily and yeah. I think we need to remember that this is a, these are tools made by corporations. Is that just you though? Do you feel like there's more of you like that? that, have that there are more of us. We I, are I, the silent majority. I am Spartacus. <laughs> Do you reckon that's a, a more widespread view? I think people are more I think trusting. It must be, but like when when my boyfriend got his Alexa thing, yeah. he uh, he was so excited to use it and he was mm. so happy about it. And I was like, yeah, but it's listening to you all the time. You know, have you, have you, I was asking all these questions and I felt like such a bad guy, like ruining his fun. Yeah. But it was like, no, seriously though, have you, have you got a credit card linked up to this? You mm. know, like 
Um, and for a long time, I, I kept asking to mute it while I was there because I felt so really? uncomfortable with it there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was literally like having another person in the room. It with is. Me. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of, I've relaxed on it just because it's, it's less hassle to not. <laughs> like, it. Yeah. yeah. But it, one of still, us. when it every time it. <laughs> one of us. One of us. You know. <laughs> every time it like, lights up when I've said. Not even anything that even sounds like Alexa. So a bit, a little bit wary. There's a lot of distrust with you in uh, yeah. voice tech. Yeah, I'm here for the the alternative opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'd be interested to see what kind of devices could actually be made in the future, like where it could go. Yeah, there, yeah. there's an area that in development called subvocalization at the moment, okay. and what that is is your internal speech. So you're reading a book, so you're speaking in your mind, oh. trying to catch up with it, and Recently, there was this piece of tech from these MIT researchers called Alter Ego. It's a bone conduction headphones, which actually read your oh, internal okay. speech based on your jaw movements. That's nuts. That you is know? crazy. Yeah, but that could potentially lead to a lot of different opportunities, I think. Yeah. Wow. That's... See, That's I'm now thinking of Thought Police. I'm going down oh the God. conspiracy Oh, my God. 1984. Yeah. Orwell's Nightmare. It's happening. So... In terms of marketing, to bring it back, yeah. if you went to a website and uh, you know, you've got your mic enabled on your phone or your PC and it asks you a question, would you opt out of using the voice search? Um, as in I've already made a search. And well, you've, ju- you've just arrived on the website mm-hmm. and it's going, hey, can I help you with anything? Do you want to buy this? Do you want to sign up? I suppose it depends where I am in the, the buyer's journey. Oh, I guess so, yeah. um, Like, if I have a question, mm. um, maybe I would use it. But I kind of stubbornly prefer to do my own research on mm. stuff and, and, like, search around. Just on the manual phase. Well, that's another reason I'm not so keen on the voice search. Like, voice search is great if the, the answer to your question has one answer and it's, you know, what's the weather today? Mm. There's not many... You can't really... Is that a trust choose. in the answer, though? Do you, do you feel like it can't provide the answer or is it just... Mm. It can provide it can provide data. an answer, yeah. But like, say if I'm trying to, so if I go Siri or Alexa, what's the uh, top phone of 2019 or something? It'll pick up the featured snippet. But mm. I could then go onto another article that's below that in the search results and find a completely different answer with yeah. a, a phone that's more applicable to my sort of situation. So it's more like voice search isn't good when you're making a value judgment yeah. decision for me. Like, it's, it's quite odd because usually younger generations, let's basically sort of embrace tech, hmm. but you're kind of I mean, going against the tech. The I'm more like, it was well, it doesn't moderation. sound like you embrace the tech. I embrace it for things it's good at. Okay. <laughs> so what about you, Jamie? Are you for yeah, it or probably against it? probably in a similar mindset, really. Really? Because I would prefer just to browse a website and do my own independent research. Yeah. If the answers are quite simple and I want to search for them, then that's straightforward. Okay. Yeah, but I think, again, it depends on the specific situation and where in the buyer's journey we are. Mm. So, yeah, I'm for it. I like <laughs> it. I, I feel like we can take it somewhere because I've seen there's, there's in, instances of new tech coming along, but it doesn't get, it doesn't get the traction to get yeah. carried forward. It, so it's no longer a trend. It's like part of the mainstream. And it happens with, it's happened with uh, VR multiple times because the tech's there, but it's the kit that comes along with it. Mm. Like VR, uh, VR tech, like, you know, the headset and the little, you know, the controls yeah, the, in your hands. <laughs> that's quite expensive, so people can't keep up with that. Yeah, but at the moment, uh, you know, voice text on your phone, your laptop, it's everywhere. Mm. So I guess the pricing is not really an issue because we'll always have a smartphone that's getting cheap all the time. And even the, the smart speakers and things, they're yeah. like 40 quid now. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's super accessible for everybody. 
It's just whether we can use it in the way that we want to. I think if we can, which I think we are, because it's a growing trend, it's mm -hmm. getting more and more popular, so there is evidence to support that. I think, it, I think it's very likely that it will be here to stay. I'm Ooh. for it, because I think it's great. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's really cool. Maybe I just need to... Give it a go. Embrace the robots. Yeah, embrace the robot. Uh, Get off Judgment Day. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Jesus. Arnold, if I see Arnold Schwarzenegger anywhere, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm be like, I knew it! Yeah. <laughs> They're after us. All right. Any more for any more? Just, just for... Just because I have, I, I saw this while researching, and I just, I, I had to, I'll just leave it here, and we'll ponder the nature of humanity. Well, and yeah. Um, apparently, twenty-four point five percent of people use voice search while in public bathrooms. Twenty-four. Yeah, a quarter. Tips. Last minute points. Um, be <laughs> speak clearly with a neutral accent if you're using yeah. Siri. <laughs> Definitely enunciate and slow down your speech patterns because I think that is ultimately is what voice assistants are looking for at this point. Yeah. Okay. They're still in a very simple stage. A primal stage, maybe. Perhaps, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, this has been 99 Problems, but Gen Z don't have one. And, yeah, so make, make sure to check us out on... Was it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and... Uh, and we have a LinkedIn page now. Oh, we also have That's a LinkedIn cool. page, that is true. We're legit. <laughs> yeah, we're here to stay. Um, and you can find these podcasts all over the show. Spotify, we're on Apple now as well. Ooh. As a, as a host so Siri them. can find us. Yeah, Siri oh, yeah. can find us now. All right, thank you very much. We'll see you later. Bye. Woo!